Welcome back to the final part of this week's Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. John Fardy is going to be here in just a few minutes' time with Screen Time. Uh, John, what's on the show this week? Thank you, Jessica. Well, this week I'm talking to the author of a fascinating book all about movies and war and how war is betrayed. It's by the great film writer and critic David Thompson called The Fatal Alliance, War, A Century on Film. Fascinating stuff about how most war movies, despite what they say, are really pro-war movies. We'll also have the week's new movie releases, which have two fascinating, not necessarily brilliant movies, one about the life of Bob Marley or a certain point part of the life of Bob Marley, One Love, and a movie that we're told isn't a superhero movie, although it began life as a superhero movie, the much-talked-about Madame Webb, and Rory Keenan, the Irish actor Rory Keenan, on his role in the new Irish crime drama on RTE One on Sunday night's Blackshore. So that's all coming up on Screen Time. Thank you, Jessica. Great stuff. All of that is on the way, but before that, we're going to get to your tech questions, and as ever, if you're looking for a device recommendation, if you need some tech support or maybe you have a recommendation for me uh, you can drop me an email to techtalk at newstalk.com uh, let's see who's been in touch Andreas has been in touch and says uh, I have an iPhone 13 mini and I love in capital letters the compact size I'm a seasoned Apple fan I have an Apple museum at home with all products purchased since 1992 wow can I have a picture, please? Uh, but I've refrained from upgrading my phone since the Mini was introduced. The phone is still in great condition and I would not consider changing it in the near future. However, I'm at a stage where my phone capacity appears to be too small to accommodate updates. Recently, I had to delete items I no- wouldn't normally want to delete to allow for iOS updates. I'd be sad to think that the phone needs to go because of storage limits. I was looking to free up space by using my almost limited iCloud storage. Any advice? Yeah, so Andreas, the like if you have the almost limited uh, limitless uh, iCloud storage, I would just recommend you shimmy everything over to the cloud. Um, I said before, I pay for iCloud storage and I also use Google Photos. I pay for Google Photos for all of my images. So I have my phone set up that every time I take a picture, it syncs up to my Google Photos and once a week or thereabouts, I'll go into my Google Photos and it'll give me a prompt to free up space on my device and it can delete up, I think it's like 5,000 photos at a time. So my photos aren't taking up space on my device. Um, if you've already done that and that's not enough, so if images aren't your big issue, I would go into your settings on your iPhone, go to general, go to iPhone storage and first up, you'll see what's using the most the most amount of space. So on my device, for example, uh, applications, apps are using the most amount of storage on my phone. Underneath that, it'll give me a prompt. It says, you know, review downloads and uh, audios. So I can see that I have uh, 1.11 gigs of video and audio files stored to my device. And it's prompting me to consider removing those if I want. I don't want to, though. So then when you scroll down, you'll see the apps that are using the most amount of storage. So for example, and this will tell you uh, how much I use certain apps, but Instagram, I have 22.63 gigs associated with my Instagram account. So if I tap into that within this settings portal, it'll give me two options. I can either offload the app, which frees up storage used by the app, but it keeps the documents and the data, 
or I can delete the app. Uh, the same goes for YouTube. There's 17.4 gigs of data associated with my YouTube, 10.85 gigs associated with my uh, WhatsApp and so on and so forth. So I think if you can go in and offload the apps that you're not using that regularly. Um, also, it's worth checking your settings on things like WhatsApp. So do you have your WhatsApp uh, set up to download all of the images and the gifts and the memes and all that kind of stuff that you receive. If you don't want that on your phone, um, once you've gone through your settings, get out of your settings, go to your WhatsApp, tap on the settings, go to storage and data and go to manage storage. And again, within there, you will see a huge amount of stuff that gets sent to you. So I can see straight away the family members and the friends that send me the most amount of images. So my sister who has kids sends me, I have 3.3 gigs of uh, messages and GIFs and pictures of my nieces and my nephews in there. So you can go through, again, you can back them all up to your cloud. So you're not permanently deleting them. You're just getting them off your device. Uh, Hopefully by doing that, it will make a difference. It's also worth noting, like I did this recently too, when you go into your um, onto your home screen of your iPhone, if there are apps that you don't use ever, you can permanently delete them. Um, obviously, it's possible to re-download them if you somehow desperately come to miss them. But get rid of any bits and pieces that you don't need on your phone. The big things are uh, photographs and audio clips. So if you can sync all those to go up to your cloud, And then if you can go through and um, say, for example, if you have all of your music downloaded from Spotify, so you have it available to listen to even if you don't have internet signal, maybe you don't need all of those playlists downloaded. Uh, So you can just pick and choose. But I agree, it is incredibly frustrating when storage limits get in your way. Uh, So hopefully that is of some use and you will free up a little bit of space so you get to keep your mini. Um, My brother is a big fan of the mini devices. I don't know why they discontinued them uh, because they were popular. It's increasingly difficult to get a smaller phone now. It's almost impossible. Uh, Alan has also been in touch. Hi, Alan. Uh, Hi, Jess. I was looking for a new mobile phone. I have a Samsung Galaxy 8. I'm a bit of a Stone Age 51-year-old and I'm looking for the next level Samsung phone that would have a good camera and most importantly, a headphone jack as I suffer from tinnitus and I have to wear special headphones to listen to my podcasts. So the headphone jack does create a bit of an issue. Uh, The Samsung Galaxy A14, as far as I know, does have a headphone jack that you can plug headphones into. The other thing that could be worth considering, if you want a sort of higher end phone, so say, for example, if you wanted the Samsung Galaxy S24, which is an excellent phone and the camera on it is stunning, you could buy a Bluetooth receiver. Uh, You can get these in store or you can get them online. And what you do, it's basically a little device that you plug your headphones into and you pair your phone to the receiver. So you can plug your wired headphones into this little receiver. The little receiver will talk to your phone. And that way, then you almost get the wireless experience between your phone and your headphones uh, because that little receiver does all the work for you. So there are your options. The Samsung Galaxy A14, which I'm 99% sure has a headphone jack, Or you could get the S24, which would have a better camera, much better spec overall, and then get a Bluetooth receiver as well. Uh, So hopefully that will do the job for you. 
let me know how you go. Um, Seamus was also in touch. He says, looking for some pointers in relation to a new laptop. Need it for the usual stuff. No gaming, no kids, just me. The key things I need to know about are screen size, RAM, processor cost, software, camera, printer, service provider, etc. I'm with three and I have the Galaxy 8 Plus, which is the best phone ever. Love the show. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Um, Okay, so if you just need a basic day-to-day laptop, you've plenty of options. Um, When it comes to the spec sheet, right, and I often talk about this around the time of back to school and back to college, because people get bamboozled when they see things like RAM and processor and all that sort of stuff. The big things for me are the RAM. So I wouldn't buy a device that has less than four gigs of RAM, really. Ideally, eight gigs of RAM, particularly if you're going to be multitasking and do an awful lot with it. However, from the list of things that you've told me that you're looking to do with this, um, you could potentially look at something like a Google Chromebook. So Asus, Acer and HP make excellent Chromebooks. Um, and the key difference between it and a traditional laptop is the operating system. So it wouldn't be a million miles away from what you're used to interacting with on your phone. Um, You do have certain limitations when it comes to installing software on it, but uh, it is definitely worth a look. They are very, very affordable. They tend to be very compact as well, which is great. If you want to go down the route of a laptop that runs Windows, uh, the Lenovo IdeaPad, I am a huge fan of this range. I always recommend them because I just think... They're workhorses and you get so much bang for your buck, I suppose. Um, there's one here that I am looking at now. It's the Lenovo IdeaPad 3 and it has a big screen. So it's a 15.6 inch laptop screen, which is quite big. It has 128 gig hard drive, which is a solid state drive, which means it's very, very fast and there's plenty of storage built in. And it has four gigs of RAM. So it will do an awful lot of, like it'll do everything that you need. Um, as I said, for me, If I was buying a laptop for my job, because I sometimes edit or I always edit audio and sometimes edit video, I would want something with 8 gig of RAM, if not more. So they would be my recommendations for you. Look and see if a Chromebook will do the job for you. But if not, look at the Lenovo IdeaPad 3. And that's it from me this week. Again, if you have any questions, you can get in touch at any stage. Email me techtalk at newstalk.com or you can send me a WhatsApp voice note on 087-1400-106. Uh, next week, Cameron and Kira will be in for our book club. We are reviewing John Ronson's So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I finished it there the other day. It's such a thought-provoking book. Um, there, Yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything else. It's, it's going to be a good discussion. If you've read it and you want to join the conversation, maybe you want to come on air with us, uh, email techtalk at newstalk.com or if you don't want to come on and have a chat and you just want to share your own thoughts, uh, email, as ever, is techtalk at newstalk.com. John Fardy is up next here on Newstalk with Screen Time. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's Newstalk Breakfast. But in the meantime, have a great weekend.